Grinding harder does not guarantee growth. You know what it does guarantee is fatigue and frustration, just like trying to pedal faster on a bicycle with a square wheel. Hi, my name is Brad Parnell, and with entrepreneurship, highs and lows, I share real stories, tips, and insights to help get your business and life to the next level. Be a Better Marketer is a movement about following proven plans that drive results. I'm so glad you're here with me today. Hey, I've got a quick announcement. Brad Parnell here. So first, I wanted to thank you for being a listener of Be A Better Marketer. We're really passionate about what we're doing here. And I'm starting to interview some people. And what we actually had going on was two different podcasts. I had a different podcast with my business, Genie Rocket, called Genie Rocket Radio. We just made a decision to actually make it all one podcast. And that's going to be this podcast right here. So Be A Better Marketer with me as your host and so over the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be posting some of our best podcasts from Genie Rocket Radio here. So when you hear some intros like, thanks for listening to Genie Rocket Radio, um, that's where that's coming from. It's still me interviewing great people, talking about business and life and strategy. So I want to let you know that this next episode you're about to hear is with my good friend, Chad Free, and he talks about business and life and having your ladder against the right building that you're climbing. It's a very impactful interview. I think you're going to get a lot of value out of it. So without further ado, let's step into my interview with Chad Free. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Genie Rocket Radio. This is your host, Brad Parnell. I'm super excited to uh, have a special guest on the show today that has done some amazing stuff in the financial world and the business world, Um, is an entrepreneur. He's a speaker. He's an author. He's done a lot. So guys, I'd like to introduce you here to Chad Free with Black Diamond Money Moves. Welcome to the show, Chad. Thank you, Brad. I am pumped up to be here, man. Yeah, we've we've had so much fun interaction together and we've put off doing this for a while and it's about time. Glad we're here. Oh yeah, definitely. Awesome. We're going to rock it right into 2022, right? That's that's right, man. I don't know about you. I've I've had kind of a a challenging first first of the year start with just COVID and a bunch of stuff happening. And I'm, I'm just reminded too that comfort is the enemy of progress. So I'm just saying, hey, I must be progressing really well at the beginning of this year. <laughs> I'm way out of my comfort zone. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Definitely know the feeling. We just got to keep, keep at it, keep pushing to be our best self. That's right. Well, man, I've been, for all of our listeners here, I've, I've been so inspired by Chad. I think we've been blessed to be kind of a part of um, some similar groups and in each other's worlds. And I think we both feed off each other. And I'm really excited for you guys to hear just some of his story and get to know him. So, Chad, why don't you just kind of introduce yourself to the people here? Tell them uh, what you do and what problems you solve. Cool. Well, my name's Chad Free, and I believe that we're all created on purpose for purpose. And I really feel like everybody has a next step in their life. And um, even the best can become better. So um, I always just look for the best in people. And and sometimes they don't realize it because they get in that rat race of just doing busy work and doing the daily distraction of the daily mundane routines. And, uh, you know, I think I really, my purpose here is to help people discover what their purpose is and kind of wake up and um, help them start pursuing that. So that's, that's kind of, that's kind of me in a nutshell, but I'm in South Carolina. I'm married, been married for 17 years, 
have two amazing boys and uh, they keep us busy. They keep us hopping. Um, but there's nothing like, and I'm truly a blessed guy. That's, that's incredible. Now I know right now you're in the kind of, um, world of black diamond money moves. I'm sure people that, that might be watching this on video can see that title underneath your name and being like, what in the world is that? And what, what does that mean? And, um, you know, I've had the privilege of, of working with you guys closely on, on some of that brand. So what, what is black diamond money moves? How did you come up with that name? What does it mean? You know, we got the black diamond from like your ski slopes. Usually the black diamond is the most advanced um, ski slope. It takes a lot of skills to be able to even attempt that type of slope. There's even one above that called the double black diamond. Um, but from studying and working with the ultra wealthy for close to 20 years, I kind of asked questions, my curiosity and my mindset, just wanting to know, you know, what would you do? How'd you get here? Um, it always piqued my curiosity for me to take that next step. And just through all of my um, experience working with them and then putting plans together for them and designing those, because I work with advisors from across the country and I helped them design plans for their you know, ultra high net worth clients. A lot of this stuff is available more mainstream. Okay. But people don't know about it. And so what we're wanting to do is we think everybody deserves a chance at the black diamond. You know, it shouldn't be just reserved for those who, um, you know, run in that circle, if you will, they need to be educated, empowered, and then have somebody to come alongside of them to execute those strategies. It's all about financial literacy. And um, so that's kind of what we do. We just educate people using money moves to combat debt, taxes, and, you know, starting with mindset um, to get them the confidence that they can play in those arenas with the black diamond money moves. Love it. So, so many good questions to ask here. I, I want to go back to mindset. I know you're extremely passionate about mindset and I've been really enlightened just this past year of how much that, that triggers everything from health to finances, to family, to business, like how it all comes to mindset. What, what percentage do you believe of mindset really does impact people's, people's wealth? Well, we work with two different kinds of people, people that have money and the people that want money. Most of the people that have money have the mindset. The people that want money, that's our starting block. Let's see where they are in their mind. And, you know, we work with a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of sales leaders, and, and they have that ambition but there's just something missing. And um, the mindset, when you find your purpose and you're able to step into the purpose, you can get knocked down as many times over and over and over again, but you get right back up because you got your eyes set on the purpose that, that you're doing this whole life for. It just makes it easier. So the resilience is always there, which fuels the persistency and that's what makes, you know, you very prosperous and profitable. So I heard you mention, very important. I heard you mention resilience and consistency. 
So th- are those are those two character traits you see in a lot of the the ultra wealthy mindset? Absolutely. Yeah, they're they're <laughs> they're psychologically unstoppable, really. Yeah. Um they, there's nobody going to get in their way. They've they've got a predetermined um path that they're going down and they've got that goal and just like uh you know some of our coaches and mentors say you're at your a but you're going to get to your b and they're going to get to their b no matter what it takes they're going to find out but they're going to confront their reality and their responsibility and make it happen yeah the the freight train i love it now do do you find some more of those like other similar characteristics. I'm wondering just for our listeners listening, if they're trying to think, man, I'm, I'm curious of what, what are some of those strategies of the ultra ultra wealthy and what's the mindset of the ultra wealthy? Are there any other insights, any things that, that you can share that you've seen that help people or what kind of mindset that they have um, other than those, those two characters you mentioned to help them start thinking like the ultra wealthy do? Yeah. Let, let's break the ice on that just a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I like to ask a question. Um, it's all about the status quo. Mm. It, it's, it's, it's getting you to think outside the box. So, so Brad, I think I've asked you this before. Um, how many seconds are in a year? Yeah. I don't know. I have to get yeah. a calculator. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Right. So that's the number one thing we're going to do. We're going to get the calculator out. We're going to start doing the math. But if I told you there's 12 seconds in a year, at first, you're going to look at me like, what? Yeah. But January 2nd, February 2nd, March 2nd, right? So got me. our minds are programmed, all right? And that's, what's, that's what the ultra-wealthy do. They think outside of the box. You know, another little one is how many days of the week start with the letter T? Everybody says two. What are they? Tuesday and Thursday. Well, what about today and tomorrow? It's, it's all about how you're thinking about things. It's that plus one mentality that, that Coach Burke talks about. Um, just think outside of the box. Take that extra step. And, um, yeah, it's just the way they think, you know. Yeah. That, that's that's their, it's their mindset. That's good. It's it's almost too, um, and I think Coach Burke said this as well, but it's the seeing the, the picture in the frame. It's trying to see outside the frame. And sometimes it's so hard just to get stuck or easy to get stuck in that day to day or seeing the forest for the trees. There's lots of expressions there, but, um, yes, just trying to find a different perspective that we're not naturally trained to do, or it doesn't come as second nature to all of us. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. One other thing that I'll add is, you know, a lot of these folks have somebody pouring into their life or mentoring them. Um, being coached or mentored doesn't mean that, you know, you're some kind of, I'm not good enough, right? We've heard that over and over again. Being a coach or having a coach means that you're trying to be the best version of yourself. So exactly what you said, you can't see the picture sometimes because you're inside the frame. I also like to talk about Tiger Woods. His coach, more than likely, he can't, outplay tiger woods on the golf course right but he can see something maybe that can can cause tiger to make just a small adjustment and up his game that much more 
So I think a lot of times people need to be humbled. Mm. They need to put their ego aside and open themselves up. How can I be better? What do you see kind of deal? So um, I think that's very important. Be coachable. Man, that, that is, that's a great tip. And for listeners out there too, you know, I think that's something that we all have to always remind ourselves of because we, we don't, we don't tend to gravitate towards order. We gravitate towards chaos by our natural state. So we have to come up with those systems of what am I going to do every day and be disciplined in the uncomfortable things like that? How am I going to read the right books, listen to the right podcasts, ask for help for the right people and knowing that's making you stronger. It's not, it's not making you weaker. And I think our world sometimes tells us just that of, Hey, when you ask for help, you're, you're kind of showing up your weak hands, but I've always found, I mean, it, it helps everything, you know, it, it builds relationships, it builds trust, it keeps you humble and it just helps, helps you make better decisions where it's not just that the isolation of you by yourself trying to make what feels like the best decision at the time. Absolutely. That's right. So Chad, tell us a little bit, um, how you got started in the financial service world. Have you always been in money managing and financial services, or did you just trip into uh, a career one day <laughs> to be where you're at right now? I tripped into it. That's exactly right. <laughs> I, um, as I'd mentioned, I'd worked with some, some very affluent clients. Um, they, they had some very nice second and third homes in a community near where I live. And we were sort of the uh, concierge type service for them. I would be the point of contact when uh, maybe they just wanted their house to be walked through, make sure everything's good to go. Um, if they needed groceries there before they came up, you know, I was that guy. So they wanted somebody that they could trust. And, you know, if, if there was um, work that needed to be done, you know, a lot of people are out there ready to take advantage of folks just because they have money. So that was one of the biggest things, just because they, that worker contractor would drive into that exclusive community. You know, a lot of people have the mindset, well, I'll be able just to kill this, you know, this job, make a lot. Well, I was there to keep everybody honest. You know, I've got that protective instinct about me. I'm, I'm really big on, uh, taken up for people that, that can't really, you know, be taken advantage of. Right. So that's one thing that my dad always taught me, but that was always tied to the housing market. Everything I'd done was somewhat related to the housing market. So back in 2008, nine, you know what happened? Um, I, I was tired of riding that roller coaster and uh, I, I wanted to just completely separate myself from that. And talking with a lot of these clients that I had, they were somewhat in, involved in financial services or they had their hand in that game. So I got into it and, uh, man, you're talking about trying all these different avenues within this service. I did it, man. I, I was the most unfocused person ever trying to figure my way out, you know, and, uh, but then I just, from experiences, good and bad, kind of created our own deal, and here we are. Through, through all of those steps that you took, Chad, what would you say, what's something that you were really the most 
one of the most proud of through all those accomplishments that you had? What's something that kind of you, you remember and reflect on to say, man, that was an amazing accomplishment? Um, if, if I can honestly tell you, I'm such a serial entrepreneur, right? And, and I am a go-getter. Um, my biggest accomplishment is hanging in there and still standing. But today, learning how all the mistakes and those different you know, avenues that I went down, taking the best memories and the best experiences and knowledge from each one of those, that right there is what's helped me to get to where I am today. And, and again, I guess you could say that I was chasing different plans to get to a status. And that's why it's so real to me. Now I'm operating from a purpose and I'm focused and I know what I'm trying to accomplish. And, um, that's when it all started making sense. When I stepped into the purpose, that's when profit started coming this way. Love it. Love it. And I think a lot of times we can get, sounds like so, so blind on trying to find profit that maybe we miss out on, miss out on purpose. So the alignment of purpose and profit, I've got to imagine has to feel amazing that you're making an impact and generating profit. There's got to be such, such great, just thriving feeling with that. It's unexplainable, Brad, that that's the thing that I'm most fired up about and pumped up about. I don't go to bed every night thinking, how am I going to, you know, survive or how am I going to get this bill paid or, or what's my next move? What, what's it going to come from? Or first thing waking up in the morning and that being on the forefront of your mind, mm. you know, because you're just, you're, you're looking at all these different directions and none of them's working out. And then all of a sudden it's, it's called being fulfilled. And I don't, I have not had this feeling since I probably was a child of just pure bliss. I'm not working. I'm, I'm truly, I know what I'm doing. I know what my purpose is now. And, and you can't put a value on that. You cannot put a value on that. And I want other entrepreneurs and other leaders and other ambitious people to just get that right. And if I can assist them in finding that, that's my reward. That's, that's where I, I get the most joy is helping people see that. Wow. That's, that's so big. And I mean, that, that transcends any, any of the service-based work that you do or the solutions that you solve, right? It's helping people align in, in their, in their purpose and finding that profit is incredible. So, so a little bit off, off track here, but I'm curious based on the black time and money moves being um, kind of ski related. What's your, what's your favorite ski resort? Where do you like to go? <laughs> it, it, it's kind of crazy. So that, that leads me into something else. My dad, he's always been just, you know, the guy I looked up to, he's always been my hero. Right. And, um, he, I haven't done any big time skiing, any real skiing 
that that some of the folks would say I'm out in the Carolinas, right? So I've I've been to uh, Ski Beach and and Sugar Mountain, and you know that that's not even ski slopes compared to what a lot of people say. But you know when I first learned how to ski, I knew that there was those different levels. But hearing my dad, once he saw me kind of get it down and understand, he used to chant, Ski King, Ski King, look at him go. There's the Ski King. I love it. So so just that encouragement and, you know, I'm like, man, that, that's awesome. So anyway, I always knew that, that, that there was that next step. And I, I have to be honest with you. I'm, I'm not a black diamond ski sloper, skier. Okay. I, I, you know, I'm not cut out for that, but, uh, that that's, that's where I'm at. I'm skiing in the Carolinas in the fake snow. (laughs) Yeah. Well, but, but you are able to help people make their, make their money moves like navigating the black diamond. That's where you're the, (laughs) that's where you're the expert. That's, 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 that's right. That's right. That's, that's where I've got some experience there for sure. Yeah. So, so Chad, as, as a successful entrepreneur and leader and family guy, what are, what are some of the daily habits or disciplines um, that you do that you find keep yourself sharp and keep yourself excited and motivated every day? Okay, good. I'm glad you asked that. Um, that that's something that I, I feel like attributed a lot to my success and finding my purpose, if you will. Um, I, I heard a lot of people say, you know, our brain is the CEO, right, of our body. It tells us what to do and what actions to take. And um, I, I've got a guy that that I work with. He's he's one of our leaders. He, he kind of broke that down and made a lot of sense. Um, I actually get up in the morning and the first thing I do is I'm, I'm drinking coffee and I get in the word. I get in the Bible. Okay. Um, for a long time, I would, I would just read a devotion and it was almost like routine. You know, check that off for the day. Mm. But whether I read one verse or one chapter, I want that being the first thing that goes in my mind because that's been the biggest life changing, um, I guess, thing that's happened to me is trans transformation, right? So if I get on social media or if I'm looking at emails first, then it's hard for me to focus, you know, when I'm, when I'm reading my Bible. So, I start the day off reading the word because I think it needs to come from the heart and let my heart dictate what my brain is telling my body to do and my, my behaviors. So once I do that, I'll read the Bible. I'll spend a little time there and um, then I'll listen to, uh, you know, an audible book just for a short period of time, maybe 15 minutes. Um, I'll work out. And then off I go. So again, when, when you're operating from that purpose, that comes from your heart. So I have to guard that. I don't want, I don't want hearing all the media and and all the bad news and reading all that stuff getting in my mind. I want that to be clear. And then I want my heart to be 
what's telling my mind what to do. That's in charge, not everything that's going on around me. So that that's that's kind of how I start my day. How long have you been doing that routine? Um, it's gotten, I've taken next steps to, to get where it's at. You know, like I said, I'm big on next steps. So during COVID, actually, I just started um, developing that habit. And I've been a Christian for a long time. I really have. And I could talk the talk and everything um, and tell you how important that my Christianity was and my faith was. But if I'm being transparent with you, I really wasn't digging in like I should. And, um, you know, through that, just developing those many habits if you will, through COVID, that made me a routine, got me in a routine to where now I can't start my day without it. And, uh, but I started out with devotions. Devotions are great. Don't get me wrong. Um, it's a great place to start, but I wasn't reading. I was reading what somebody else's comprehension was to the Bible. And, and as you can tell, I'm, I'm living an integrated life. I can't separate my profession and my faith. It, it's together, baby. That's what it's all about with me, you know, and that's why I'm sitting here. I can't sit still sometimes, <laughs> but um, that that's it. That That's, that's kind of where we're at. That's great. And, and you find having those healthy habits and healthy routines, um, that discipline in your life, has that created more, more freedom for you and more purpose when you start your day? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think just getting zoned in and focused in that manner. Um, I, I, I was a guy that I had a very flexible schedule, you know, being an entrepreneur, um, while we work hard and, and we work a lot, you know, we we're always tied to our phone, but I was always around with my family. Okay. Mm. So I was there, I was present physically, but if I'm honest with you, a lot of times, you know, my, my kids, my kids would want me to be doing something and I never, I never would shun them away. We would all, always do something, but I didn't absorb that moment. I wasn't honestly being present and just eating that up, you know, just taking it in like I do now. And I really think that's helped me. It really, really has. So you can be there physically but you can be the farthest away from your family if you're not there present in your mind and in your heart. So good. What, so when you listen to audible books, what, what book are you book or books are you listening to right now? I actually just uh, wrapped up a hundred million dollar offers by Alex Harmozy. And um, I, I, I got the audible, but I ended up, going ahead and, and, and ordering the hard copy of it because I want to listen to it again and go through it and kind of highlight, you know, some of the areas that I feel like would be beneficial to me and our business here at Black Diamond Money Moves. So, man, thanks for sharing that, Chad. And I think that is such a great testimony to how the small things, the small habits in our life that might seem really small are actually the things that make the biggest impact over time. And I think as a lot of, you know, the listeners here and myself included as entrepreneurs, we want it big and we want it fast and we want to see results. 
And the truth is to get there, we have to almost slow down in order to speed up and really think about what am I feeding my brain and what are my daily habits that might seem insignificant, but truly those are the things that bring the biggest change. And then you look back a year from now and you add up all those small little percentage changes over time that end up putting us on a completely different path. But it would have never been a, I'm moving from path A to path path B, boom, done, let's go. (laughs) It's the... It's yeah, the, the slow change that none of us want to want to go through that process, but that's the that's the right way to do it from from what I've I've heard and what I've experienced. Absolutely, absolutely. I usually say a lot of people want that that pop tart instant gratification, but but God's got this crock pot blessing over here for us if we'll just slow down and and, and go through the process. You know, that's yeah. it. Man, I love that. I don't know about you, but I've my life has always seemed like I'm I'm fast forwarding through it, and it and it feels weird to slow down. Even when I was, you know, on vacation with my family last week, and even you know my wife and daughter have COVID right now, and I'm trying to take care of them and take my son to school. But anytime I have to to slow down or be patient or have you know meaningful long conversations, it's it's not natural to me, and that's something that I'm not proud of. But I've realized that's who I've become. If I've trained myself to like go, 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 and never pause and reflect and take in those moments and probably missed out on a lot of, a lot of great things because of that wrong mindset. Right, right. Well, it's all about experiences. You know, we, we always fail sometimes, but we fail forward as entrepreneurs. That's, that's where the success comes. Just learn from that and and take it in and uh, it all works out. It really does. Yeah, that's so good. Well, um, tell this is this might be kind of a little bit of a cliche question, but I still want to ask it anyway because I really like it. But going through kind of where you're at now, like you've gone through some career change, some life change, some epiphany moments, all these things. If you were to go back to yourself, let's say your 20 year old self, and give yourself a piece of advice, what do you think you would you would tell yourself based on what you know now? Um. I would pursue my purpose first. Now, let me break that down a little bit. Um, I'm going to kind of pull the curtain back, if you will. You heard me mention earlier that my dad was was a, uh, he's my hero, and he always has been. So a lot of my decisions was based off of what I thought would make him proud, and all the while he was proud of me period my mom was the one that gave me all of that attention and and encouraged me but i wanted can i get a little bit of that from you dad and he just he he wasn't that person but he showed me with his actions what hard work looked like he showed me what hustling looked like that's where i got the entrepreneur side and um he always told me, you know, don't you ever take advantage of anybody if you, you know, that that's just wrong. That, that kind of really was ingrained in me and celebrate others successes, be happy for them. Don't be jealous. Um, where I was in my own, uh, didn't have the mindset was I was pursuing all these plans, honestly, to, to achieve the status that my dad did at different ages. 
he retired late forties. He had, you know, house paid for, uh, I want to say 35 years old. Hey, I'm hitting the panic button. I'm running behind. So I was constantly looking for that extra, where, where's it at? And let me tell you, I was successful in a lot of my ventures, but again, I wasn't fulfilled. And the, the last opportunity that I had was one that I could only have dreamed of. So I thought I never was set up in a better position for success. This is it. This is what I've been working for. And I was climbing that ladder and I was absolutely miserable. I was just miserable. Um, I started to change Chad free. They call, you know, I'm always smiling. Hey, I'm just a happy guy, but that started to change and people started to notice it. And um, I've heard a few people say this, actually, a pastor out in Houston, you know, you can climb that ladder of success, but you can get to the top and be completely miserable. That means that ladder was against the wrong building. It was against the wrong building. Mm. And um, that's where I made a mistake. So I've got it up against the building that I was created for. Because here, here, here's what I know. We're all created on purpose for a purpose. You hear me say that all the time. And there's no, nobody out there that is in competition with you and the reason you're here because you're given your own unique ability. And that's what I've realized. I finally opened that birthday gift up. I want to pour into people's lives. And it just so happens that I've got experience in the financial industry that can accelerate you to your financial goals. But I want to speak. I want to mentor. I want to coach. I want to educate. I want to show people that, hey, there is hope. Hey, you are special. You have greatness inside of you. Now let's get it going. Because you know what, Brad? And I know I talk a lot. I told you, I warned you, I get excited. If we don't become our best version of ourselves, we're robbing the world of our talents that we were created for. So that's it. That's good. So what would you say to, to people on here that, that, are, are shaking their heads. And I mean, that was so powerful. I've, I was writing down some notes here, but I think what you stand for is the all created on purpose for a purpose. You know, let's say there's, there's entrepreneur or business owner on here that might've might be realizing I'm halfway up the stairs. I'm climbing the ladder and I think it might be the wrong building. What, what advice would you have for that person? How to, how to start over, let's say they're mid career, they're, they're realizing that they're on the wrong, on the wrong building. What, what advice would you have for them? It takes a lot of faith. You, you've got to have a lot of faith. You've got to confront your reality where you are. And, you know, your heart steers you in the right direction. If you're truly um, reflecting and seeing if you're being fulfilled, if, if this is something that you enjoy doing, then maybe to make you better. All right. 
But if it's something that, that you just, you can't make it work, you can't get that satisfying feeling, um, I think you need to step back. And I need, is it, do, is it going to be better? You know, could it be better? Look at who you're working with. What's the potential? How can you be you? How can can you truly take your talent and display it in that current position that you're in and distribute it to make that business better? You, you really got to have a hard conversation with yourself and, and see if that's where you're supposed to be. Wow. Yeah, that's that's great insight and advice. And I think I think the important thing here, too, is is knowing that it's a worthwhile journey, right? It's going to be hard. It's going to take that faith that Chad mentions. But it sounds like, you know, if you realize you're halfway up the stairs or all the way up the stairs and you had your build your ladder against the wrong building, which is such a neat analogy. I love that, that it's it is worth the temporary pain to make sure that you find the right building and that you're climbing up that right ladder to get to that point, to have that alignment of, of purpose and profit, to get to that state of almost like Chad, where, where you're at right now, like you feel like you are aligned on those two things. You've been able to pursue your purpose. You've had success in that. Um, now you can speak to others and help them inspire and motivate them to make sure their ladders on the, on the right building. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly right. When, when you when you get your alignment right, and for me, that's with God and really asking and seeking, you know, what he wanted me to do. It was there the entire time. That desire was there. That was the natural that that he gave me. He just wanted to put his super on my natural. And I was too busy trying to figure out how that would work. You know, I wanted to see what was on the other side of that door before I said yes, but he just wanted me to say yes to him. Mm -hmm. And then he would work it all out. And, um, you know, there's pain in the process. And when I tell you there's pain in the process, I'm the financial guy. You know, I wrote the book. I wrote a book, wake up your retirement. And to be humbled because now your finances have been flipped upside down. But my faith fueled me through the process of the pain because I knew there was the promise on the other side. Mm. And that trust, that stone cold focus is what got me to where I am today. And there's no price tag you can put on that, period. None. Man, that, that is so great. I love when you talk, Chad, about like pushing into the pain for that piece on the other side and staying focused. And it reminds me of the story of the animal of the, the bison. Do you know how they interact with storms? Have you heard that story? No, I haven't. So the bison is the only animal that will walk into a storm when all the other animals run away from it. So if they're on the plains and they see a storm coming, they will get in a group and they will walk into the storm and through the storm because they know that there's peace on the other side that's faster than waiting it out. And oh, wow. it's, a, it's, a, it's a cool icon. There's a couple brands that have the bison as their logo and it's such a cool, just other than humans, seeing like an animal that 
that does the same thing. And it's like, if we press into that pain and press into the storm, there's going to be peace on the other side, as opposed to just to, to running away from it. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, it was, Hey, that, that was the hardest, hardest times of my life, but I had to go through that. I really did. I had to get my heart broken, I guess you will, for something new to be put inside. And that disruption had to happen. And I call it divine disruption. It really was. Um, because, hey, I'm following him now. And, and he's not opening windows for me. He's opening garage doors. Mm. It's, it's broke my brain, man. I'm telling you. It's not blowing my mind. It's broke my brain. And, <laughs> and I'm just... I'm saying yes. You know, that's all That's all I can say is I'm saying yes. I love it. That's so good. Well, as, as a man of faith and Christ follower too, I definitely agree with all those things. And I think it's so important to have that that foundation. And man, when everything goes sideways, because the truth is it it will at some point, um, even when you think Absolutely. you're doing great, like financials will go sideways, relationships go sideways. There's always things that you can complain about and things that will be broken because the truth is we live in a broken world. And having the foundation that's not broken that you can count on gives us that hope. So when everything else goes sideways, we don't also go sideways. <laughs> you know, we've we've got that hope to count on. That's so, right. So it's been awesome to hear, Chad, just your I appreciate your your vulnerability and your honesty. And I've gotten to spend me and Chad have gotten to spend some time in person together and um, built a great friendship and looking forward to continued friendship together and proud to call you um, a friend. So Thanks for thanks for being on the show and spending time with us here. And I'd love for you maybe to share with you know people that want to connect with you deeper, Chad. Either learning more about Black Diamond Money Moves, they, maybe they need help uh, preparing for their financial future, or they just want to connect with you on a deeper level. How can they do that? Probably the best way is just go on Facebook and look us up, Black Diamond Money Moves. I plan on sharing a lot of content there, some videos, and. Um, uh, just share my heart like this, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm going to be doing both. And I think that's what it's all about is connecting with community and having, um, just that culture that's inviting and, um, no judgment on our end. Hey, we, we want to help everybody period point blank. And, and we hope that our people feel that, um, because if, if you're willing to take the next step, and uh, even as Coach Burke says, if you commit, we won't let you fail. And um, that, that's what we want to do for people. So Black Diamond Money Moves on Facebook, or you can go to our website, and that's blackdiamondmoneymoves.com. That would be the best place just to follow along. That's so good. Well, everyone listening here, um, I hope you appreciate uh, Chad's time and some of the, the tips and insights that he gave you know, having an awesome morning routine to get his coffee, read his Bible, listen to Audible and work out. And I, I challenge you too to, you know, write down your routine. This is a great time beginning of the year to start. If you don't already have a routine, just think of two or three things that you can do consistently every morning. And over time, those will become healthy habits and get you to the, to the next level. Um, but Chad, thank you for spending time here with us. Um, guys, we will all catch you next time on Genie Rocket Radio. And thanks for listening. Bye now.